Rockin' Raven, a podcast about finding the perfect path towards your perfect post-secondary destination. Each episode, we will highlight events you'll want to attend, deadlines you won't want to miss, and share some insight into what makes Carleton University a community like no other. Let's start the show. Hello, future Ravens. Welcome back to the Talkie Raven podcast. My name is Stanley Philippe. When I graduated from Carleton University's Mass Communications program, a program that's now referred to as the Bachelor of Communication and Media Studies, I felt a great sense of pride. It was really awesome to be able to navigate a degree, a university experience, and to look forward to what was going to come next. But it wasn't always like that. In high school, when I got my offer and I told all my friends about MassCom, the common response was, well, what are you going to do? Learn how to communicate? Clearly, my friends didn't know at the time that their statement would turn out to be very factual. I literally learned how to communicate, how to connect with an audience, and how to use those skills in a professional setting. I understand that for many of you, when you're looking at post-secondary, you have an end game in mind. And that end game is usually tied to a career. What kind of job am I going to get? If you've been paying attention to our Live at Fives, you know that this week we talked a bit about your career and uh, in your future and how those two can be connected and how that story can begin at Carleton U. So what we want to do today is explore that theme, that concept a bit further with a student who is also in a communications and media studies program. But not only that, she's taking part in Carleton's co-op program. So we're going to talk about co-op, we're going to talk about skills, and we're going to talk about how exactly can you put yourself in the best position possible to land that dream job. So I'm really looking forward to sharing my conversation with Roop in a few minutes. But before we get to that, it's time to go to our brand new and probably favorite segment of the podcast. It's called Faculty Chats. It's time for faculty chats. It's time for faculty chats. This week, we are talking science, more specifically, Carlton's physics department. We have some amazing researchers that are doing some impactful work over at the Snow Lab. Now, for those who don't know, the Snow Lab is Canada's deep underground research laboratory located in Vale's Creighton Mine near Sudbury, Ontario, Canada. Now, at two kilometers, this is the deepest cleaning lab in the world. Now, our researchers, led by Mark Boulay, Canada Research Chair in Particle Astrophysics and Subatomic Physics, were looking for dark matter. It's just something that we do. We're looking for dark matter. Now, they recently concluded a data collection project that was looking to hopefully find dark matter particles up to the Planck mass. 
the Planck mass is about the mass of a grain of sand and is the greatest mass an elementary particle could have. Long story short, through this research, we weren't able to find the dark matter, which means we can rule out finding dark matter at that particular scale. So the work continues looking for this really kind of cool stuff within the snow lab. So I want to give a big shout out to again, Mark Boulay, Simon Veal, Kevin Graham, David Sinclair, all researchers, professors at Carleton University who are involved in what will become groundbreaking, world-changing research over in the Snow Lab Laboratory. Hopefully I made or gave justice to the work that's being done. And hopefully you're feeling inspired to continue to do your own research if you are uh, into physics. All right, it's now time for my conversation with Roop, where we again explore what co-op is at Carleton and what work opportunities can mean for you if you do decide to pursue a degree at our institution. So I hope you enjoy our conversation. Today's guest is someone who is studying in, I would say, the greatest undergraduate program, not only at Carleton, but in the entire world. Of course, I am talking about my old program, Communication and Media Studies, and I'm welcoming our feature guest, and her name is Roop. Roop, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Sunny. And I totally, totally agree with you that we are in the best program in the world. And I'm glad that you also share that with me because I think we have a, a similar appreciation for comms and media. Yeah, you, you just got to be honest sometimes in life. And yes, <laughs> and it's and it's no disrespect to any other program. Absolutely I mean, not. they're all great fields. We just picked the best one. Now, as you let's talk a bit about your decision making process, because mm -hmm. Uh, you know, we're, we're being a bit, you know, tongue in cheek, but in all honesty, there are a lot of really great programs. What led you to comms and media studies? Mm -hmm. um, well, I would say I've had a little bit of an interesting journey to the program. So for all my high school life, I thought I was going to be an architect. That was my dream. I wanted to be an architect. I wanted to go to architecture school. So I worked in my portfolio for about like two, three years. And I only applied to architecture programs. And I had actually applied to two at Carleton, one the architecture program and then the architectural engineering program. Mm -hmm. So I got into both happy days and I was like, all right, I'm going to go into architecture. Came to Carleton because I thought that, you know, for me, I think when I came up to Carleton through the tours and through meeting people who came to my high school, it just seemed like the perfect place for me. So I was happy. I joined Carleton as an architecture student. And then the first week, everything fell apart. And I was like, this is not for me. I knew in the heart, like the bottom of my heart that this is not for me. So I was kind of left, you know, as a first year alone and not really sure what to do. And I'm sure that a lot of students out there have had the same feeling. So I can feel you there. And then I made the quick pivot into the architectural engineering program. Thought that that would help me out. We figured things out for a little bit. And I did that for one semester. And uh, again, I knew that it wasn't for me. So I tried both programs and I was not happy. And then I just honestly was really lost, did not know what to do. So then I spent the second semester of my first year, honestly, just taking random courses. I took film studies. 
I took a cognitive science class. I think I took a music course and a couple other things. And I think something that I realized was everything that I was actually interested had to do with media, whether it was writing, I was really excelled in writing in those courses. In the film course, I was really interested in learning about film and media production and all those things. And then I began, I reached out to the career office and I really found communication and media as kind of like this place where I knew I could explore everything that I wanted to do. And also without having to um, put myself in one box really quickly. And then after that, I applied in that summer with the co-op option. And then I began in my second year as um, communication and media student. I love that you you share that story. And thank you for sharing that story, because right now, a lot of students are in that mode where they are you know, really finalizing their program choices, maybe receiving offers of admission and believing that what they're starting with is going to be what they end with. And of course, that is the ideal. But the reality is that there are there's a lot of discovery that takes place totally. in the beginning, right? And 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 you mm-hmm. discovered not only that your initial passion wasn't exactly it, but your secondary passion wasn't exactly it either. Yeah. And it and then it brought you to your true passion. So that that is so cool. Now that we're at the other end, I'm sure it wasn't as cool living it. No. <laughs> but sure. now yeah, yeah. Now that you're at the other end, like it's it's really cool that you were able to find a program that meets what you're looking to get out of the university experience. And then you then also have this co-op thing. Mm -hmm. What made you decide to add co-op when you did do the switch over to communication and media studies? Right. I think that's a really important question because when I first applied in high school, I never added the co-op option and not really sure why I didn't. I think when I came into the university, that's when I began hearing about the co-op program, being in that environment. And as well, during that time, my sister older sister had also began a co-op job and I learned about all the opportunities that she had heard about people taking on a co-op position in their university career and then actually getting rehired in that same position that they loved or enjoyed post-graduation. And so when I learned about, you know, maybe adding a year to my four-year degree and taking that time to build my professional skills, become a more competitive candidate in future positions where I'm applying to jobs, whether it's, you know, building connections in the industries. And I think beyond out that, that is, you know, professional development, building your competencies. The biggest thing that I really wanted to get from co-op as someone who was switching programs and didn't really know where I was going completely. I knew that if I had these external experiences in, you know, X co-op position, this co-op position, I could learn about what I liked, what I didn't like very quickly before I even graduated. And so it kind of gave me an idea that I would, although I fell maybe a little bit behind in having a year where I didn't do what I wanted to do, I could regain that year and work experience and learning about what I can do post-grad. So honestly, on the other side of it, I'm really happy that I did so. But yeah, I think it was just all about the possibilities that this could attach to my academic experience at Carleton. Mm-hmm. And, and you're fully investing in that experience. And, mm-hmm. and co-op is when it's available really allows you, like you said, to kind of test drive what this degree can look like in action. And there are a lot of different jobs that get created every single year, maybe every single month, jobs that we don't anticipate finding or being gravitated towards uh, when we're applying to university. What was it like to to find uh, work and what was that Mm -hmm. process like going from, you know, a co-op student to a student in a co-op position? 
when you enter the co-op program, it's kind of, you feel that there's probably a big weight on your shoulders, that there's a lot of process to get used to and get the knowledge of, but they do a really good job of having a co-op, how would I describe it? It was a co-op course that you have six modules where it really just outlines everything from building your resume to interviewing to the actual hiring process. And they do that right even before that you actually get into your first term of applying. And so from the get-go, you are put into a really good position of knowing what you're going to get yourself into. And beyond that, you are also connected with a co-op advisor who is there with you every step of the way during your during your job application process, during your interview process, and even during your actual co-op experience where they have halfway, midway through the term of your co-op experience, they actually meet with you, check in, see how things are doing, and you can have real conversations that maybe you don't aren't able to have with your supervisor or with your friends or other colleagues. So I would say anyone coming into the co-op program, there are definitely support throughout the whole way. And in terms of the actual hiring process, it is quite flexible. So there's the actual co-op jobs that are posted on the Carleton Co-op boards. Those are internal postings that you can apply through Co-op Carleton. Those are positions that these companies reach out to Carleton. And so maybe they're looking for specifically for Carleton students in that specific program. And oftentimes there are a lot of government positions, something that we're really lucky to have as an opportunity being in the national capital region. So there's that option. And there's also always self-directed job searches. So whether that's networking, career fairs, external job boards, everything is available to you. And I think having making sure that you take advantage of your co-op experience to the fullest is making sure that you take all avenues and can make your hiring process as efficient and fulsome as possible. So that's what I would say is um, it's been a really good experience, honestly, in the hiring processes through both times that I've had to do it. Okay. And let's talk about your current job. Where yes. are you working? <laughs> what are you doing? Describe to us what you're, you're doing as a co-op student in the winter of 2022. Yes. In the winter of 2022, I work closely somewhat with Stanley here. I work in the office of the vice president students in enrollment. And I work within the strategic initiatives team as a strategic project assistant which is probably a lot of words for everyone that is hearing. <laughs> but in a simple term, I kind of work in a lot of internal staff communications, all centered around our strategic objective of staff excellence and organizational um, achievement and whatnot. So it's all about professional development, ensuring that people in our division are well informed of events, initiatives, and about all the great things that we're doing in the division. So yeah, I think it's been it's been a really interesting experience for me as shifting from a student experience in Carleton to now being a staff experience. It's really been eye-opening in terms of seeing all the great people working behind the scenes that you don't get to see as a student. It makes me feel so much more proud to be part of the Carleton community. And I think it's also just so rewarding to know that my work is supporting students that are my friends, are my classmates and whatnot. So yeah, I work at Carleton closely along with Stanley, just in the same division. That's right. You could end up working in Canada's Capital University. Now, are you somebody that, you know, has a particular connection between your degree and your career options? Or mm -hmm. are you able to look at your degree as it's kind of a self-contained experience? And then whatever will be, will be. Mm, I think 
It really depends on the person. For me, I think it is a self-contained experience. I think I've learned from talking to a lot of people, whether it's in the industry, my family, my friends, that it's really important to take what you've learned in your academic experience, understand what you've liked, what you didn't like, what you value, what you don't value, and understand that just because you did maybe complete X degree, you were in this job position, this role, maybe you volunteered at this place, that that doesn't define you completely. Um, it's okay to try different things. Maybe you don't like them. And that's completely okay because that's the only way you would learn that you don't like that. And so I think for me, it's definitely a separate experience that just is a component to my career options. And I think I can say that because I've had co-op as something that's supplementary mm-hmm. and having both the academic component and my co-op experiences as well, just my life experiences, my self-interest in my own personal time all really amalgamate into what I believe are my career options and my career goals. And with that all said, I think it is still important to recognize that your degree in itself is a great reflection of what you like because you did choose that degree. You do love comms and media as we both do. And so while that is such a great component and that will lead me to great career options, it will not define me completely. So that's like the biggest thing I take away in terms of just your career options and your degree. Yeah, and, and the creativity that you can allow yourself if you're not necessarily tied into that mm-hmm. outcome. I think it's a really important piece because as we're becoming much more I mean, globalized and modernized, it becomes more challenging to tell a student you're going to be able to do this in four or five years because we just don't know what mm-hmm. that is going to be. And in many cases, students have gone on to invent those career pathways on their own. It's, uh, it's really cool. I had my niece over last week and to see how she creates on her own and is able to find spaces to do whatever she wants to do with whatever skill set she has in store is I think it's something that we could, a lot of our, our current students are doing through mm-hmm. things like co-op because they're saying, you know, yeah, I'm going to go and get that experience, but I'm not necessarily going to take every single piece of that element to fabricate or to invent my own reality. I'm going to take the pieces that I want or need or that interest me from this piece. And like you mentioned, then I'll go into my personal experiences. I'll go into my, the classroom experience and just all of those ingredients mixed together can then give us this really beautiful dish of career possibilities. And so it's really important that I think students continue to be creative in how they're consuming their own experiences. And then, like you said, take advantage of those opportunities when they present themselves. So if co-op is available, take advantage of that and, and mm-hmm. see what it, where it takes you. I completely agree. I think Carlton definitely has a smorgasbord of opportunities for people to explore beyond their academic experience. And I think it's so important just to be creative in your career options and in your career goals and your development, because it's totally a holistic experience and it's completely okay to not take a linear path because most people don't. And I think it's really important to um, you know, unveil that stigma of maybe everyone thinks that it's A, B, C, D, but it might be X, G, A, one, two, three. It could be anything. And so, yeah, totally. I think co-op is a great experience to um, kind of have a jumping pad from that. Now, before we let you go, Roop, let's talk a bit about how you decided to get involved on campus and, mm-hmm. and also some of the things that you've been doing maybe outside of co-op that have helped to enhance your academic experience. 
Mm -hmm. I think I've seen it firsthand myself and with my colleagues and friends that getting involved in campus beyond your academic experience can just make you feel so much more connected to Carleton. I mean, now as a staff member of Carleton, I feel very, very connected in both the academic and staff side. Beyond that, when I was a student at UNO, I would be involved in clubs, in the communication society. I would make sure that I would, anytime there was an opportunity to be a volunteer note taker for the Paul Menton Center, I would ensure that I would take that immediately to you know, help people out in the community, make sure that what I could do was helping others. And also I recently was presenting at the fall open house. I'm gonna be also doing it again in the winter open house. And each of these opportunities are so different, but I think it just shows that beyond this, there's also academic, there's also athletics, there are various opportunities that are tailored to your experience, to your interests as a student. And no matter what it is, there is something at Carleton for you. And hey, if there isn't, you can make a club yourself and have people who are also interested in the same things to do so with you. It, I think it, that beyond your academic excellence is all about making your experience at Carleton so much more valuable. You get what you put in and if you put in extracurriculars, if you put in co-op experiences, if you put in volunteering in clubs and um, maybe fundraisers, you get the most out of your experience at Carleton and I would really implore you to do so. That is great advice to to end on. I, I really appreciate your time, Roop. And I, I had a chance to experience you in action uh, in your co-op yeah. job and you're doing a great job. So so keep it up and uh, let us know. Let us know, uh, you know, folks who are listening, you know, you'll be able to actually meet Roop virtually at our upcoming open house happening in March. So you can drop by, say hi. Uh, yes. And if not, hopefully you will uh, just enjoy listening to this, uh, this chat. So Roop, once again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Stanley. And um, I hope I see everyone at the winter open house. Awesome. And we'll be back with more of the Talking Raven. Big shout out to Roop for joining us on today's episode and a huge shout out to all of you for tuning in. Next week, we are talking money. It is a conversation that I'm sure is ongoing in many households. And as you are inching closer and closer to your dream school, how you're going to finance your education will be a big, big considerations. We're going to talk a bit more about some of the advantages and opportunities that you'll find here at Carleton and hopefully get you on the right track financially. So looking forward to that. I'm also going to include in today's episode notes a link to that uh, research that's being done over at the Snow Lab. If you want to learn a bit more, if you want to make sure I explained it correctly, you'll be able to uh, read up on it by clicking on the link in our episode notes. That's it for me. Thank you for joining us. And remember, you have a lot of greatness inside of you. So don't be afraid to unleash your inner awesome. Take care, y'all.